Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest from Radio Stone Update. In news out of Israel, Caesar Stone Limited announces it will augment its quartz surfaces production by taking a majority stake position in Lyali Ceramica Private Limited. The deal for approximately $12 million in cash and assumption of debt of Lyali represents a total value of $34 million, including a possible $10 million in additional considerations. Lyali operates a fully automated slab production facility in Morbi, India. Lyali incorporated in 2016 and opened its Morbi factory two years later following an investment of 30 million euros in a 1 million square meter plant. The facility utilizes Italian technology and the company claims it can produce more than 100,000 square feet of product a day. Annual revenue is reported to be approximately $18 million. Operating under the Technoslab brand name, products from Lyali come in 75 designs in sizes up to 10.5 feet by 5.2 feet and thicknesses from 4 millimeters to 1.2 centimeters. The company has been exporting to the Middle East, Brazil, and Mexico. Caesarstone is traded on the NASDAQ under the symbol CSTE. Fall is here, at least unofficially, and if you're feeling the end to go back to school, the Natural Stone Institute can help. The organization will bring back its popular Stone Summit series next week, but instead of going on the road, the sessions are going online. The first two-day summit starts on September 16th, or a week from today. Eric Tryon, the retired CEO of Premier Services, will head up the program entitled Key Points for Building a Successful Stone Fabrication Business, Bring Order to the Chaos. The first day, with the theme Building Your Shop and Efficiency, will focus on team building, benchmarking a business, and lean manufacturing. The second day, called Inspiring Your Team and Driving Growth, centers on sales and company growth and how to evaluate and drive success. The sessions will start at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time on both days and run approximately 90 minutes. After the program on the 16th, the Stone Summit Virtual Trade Show will begin, where attendees can click to visit online show booths and see virtual product demonstrations from 15 different vendors. Any attendee visiting at least one virtual booth will receive a $5 Starbucks gift card with other prizes available for multi-booth visits. Registration for next week's Virtual Stone Summit is free to all fabricators, suppliers, and distributors and available in the URL that's included in this broadcast's notes. You'll need to register separately for each day you plan to attend. The Natural Stone Institute will hold Virtual Stone Summits monthly through next February. Check the agenda page of the latest edition of Stone Update magazine at magazine.stonemag.com for more details. Registration is now open for KBiz 2021, and the National Kitchen and Bath Association, NKBA, would like to make you an offer you can't refuse. While KBiz, the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, isn't slated to open its doors until next February 9th through the 11th, NKBA members registering this month can get into the expo for free. Non-members can register for the expo only for $50. And you can bring your spouse or a significant other at no cost. Of course, the NKBA is offering much more than just its expo. The 2021 conference will feature VFTI 2.0, otherwise known as Voices from the Industry. 
The new format includes one-hour presentations, 90-minute workshops, and two-hour professional development courses and featured speakers, all at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida. In all, a total of 60 education sessions in six different categories will be offered. And you can save $100 when you register in September. Registration also includes access to the virtual experience. To register or for more information, go to www.kbiz.com. This is Emerson Schwarzkopf, editor of Stone Update. U.S. hard surface imports stayed on the comeback trail in July, according to data from the Federal International Trade Commission and analysis by Hard Surface Report magazine. The $329.5 million of hard surface shipments to the United States in July marked a 33.1% increase from the previous month, with every category of natural stone and man-made materials growing by double digits. Marble made the best gains, moving up by slightly more than half to $43.8 million. The largest sector overall, quartz slab, tallied a month-to-month growth in July of 36.8% at $89.7 million. The apparent recovery from the coronavirus slowdown, however, isn't permanent. Fluctuating infection rates in major hard surface exporting countries to the United States and changes in domestic demand for building and remodeling may slow the uptick in shipments. And all hard surface categories still run far behind last year's pace. This July's $329.5 million in imports trails totals from July 2019 by 18.5%. You'll find out much more with a new edition of Hard Surface Report that goes online at the end of this week. Watch your inbox at 9 a.m. on Friday for details. Meanwhile, the virtual edition of one of the world's leading stone industry trade fairs is gearing up to launch September 30th. Marmomac Restart Digital will welcome the international stone community to three days of meetings, networking, B2B, and events, all within a shared online platform. Initial previews of the schedule and the Marmomac Academy program will be available beginning September 10th. Marmomac Restart Digital is designed to ensure immediate and intuitive interaction between exhibitors and visitors. The focus will be on networking with the possibility of organizing meetings, interviews, or full-scale presentations. Companies taking part will be able to create their own profiles, activate sales forces, and upload projects and products in detailed virtual catalogs. After September 10th, registered visitors will also be able to request appointments and contacts with companies and take part in training sessions. The platform will also welcome many events organized by the Marmomac Academy. The education project is extended this year and is intended for architects, designers, and companies to improve their knowledge of natural stone products and related issues. For more information, go to www.marmomac.com. We're going to be hearing a lot about industry standards in the years ahead as organizations representing both natural stone and natural quartz take part in worldwide efforts to develop standards in both categories through the International Standards Organization, or ISO. However, the old adage of buyer beware has already fallen by the wayside as the evolution of product liability law is holding sellers substantially accountable and one organization has already developed standards and provided third-party certification that tests and certifies products. Paul Max LaPera writes in the current issue of Stone Update magazine about the efforts of NSF International, 
formerly the National Sanitation Foundation, to facilitate the development of standards while providing accredited third-party certification that tests and certifies products. With a main goal of protecting public health, NSF has verified that a range of hard surface products, including engineered stone and quartz resin materials, are food safe and hygienically designed to raise the confidence level of buyers. For a more in-depth look at how the NSF International is able to safeguard consumers with its standards, including improving public health, take a look at LaPera's perspective in the newest issue of Stone Update, available at magazine.stonemag.com. And if you think you've got problems, just talk to the people in Orange, Texas. The community is the county seat of Orange County and recently bore the brunt of Hurricane Laura, which packed one of the strongest punches of any hurricane to roll on shore in recent years. One of the storm's victims is the Orange County Courthouse, which had hunks of marble blown off its front facade. The danger of falling marble is nothing new to the community. The courthouse entrance was covered for four years by yellow caution tape and a three-story scaffold after marble first fell off the facade five years ago. The courthouse entrance is on the Register of Texas Historic Places, and the county commissioner's court spent more than three years trying to find someone else, such as FEMA or the Texas Historical Commission, to pay much of the $200,000 bill for the repairs after 2015. Red tape and restrictions on future alterations finally helped county officials decide to pay the tab themselves, and the work was completed just a little more than a year ago, in early August of 2019. Now the county is back to square one with its courthouse entrance. Keep up with all the industry news through our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet. And check the notes on this episode's webpage for links to everything in this broadcast. I'm Kay Shipper for Radio Stone Update, and we'll see you here again soon.